0: Welcome to The Great Gundam Project. Welcome. Jackson, How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. We don't have to introduce ourselves. Yes! Everyone here has paid
1: money, so we don't have to do any plugs. We don't have to do any big introductions. We are here to get into the Gundam talk.
0: Yeah, this is like if we're just talking to ourselves like we do every day. Yeah. Talking about Gundam like we do every day. <laughs> we do not talk about Gundam. In fact, we because we're doing this podcast, we try not to talk about Gundam at all. That's true.
1: I mean I play the I ep- I watch the episodes the day before. Like we don't have much time, much lead up time.
0: Yeah, no. No, cuz why would you you just forget them. Anime. Yeah. Anime. Forget it, Jackson, it's anime. I d- often do. <laughs> <laughs> How's the Assassination Classroom? Assassination Classroom's pretty good. This okay. is the Gundam podcast. <laughs> yeah, all right. Fine, I just wanted to give some people some extra bonus content in our <laughs> super secret content. Patreon podcast. <laughs> time to talk about the modern anime that I'm watching on my own time. You know, you know we might end up doing that uh, as we go ahead, but I don't know. We we just recorded on normal mapping and I feel like we're both a little punchy. So let's just get to the Gundam. Oh, we are spicy today. Spicy podcast. <laughs> you can't steal that. Oh, right. I stole that. <laughs> 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 We're here to talk about gundam episode three vote to attack or uh, i don't remember now it was attack on the enemy supply ship or something like that yeah my uh subtitles are very dumb uh sometimes especially <laughs> particularly when it comes to titles yes
1: you uh, have the transliterated titles
0: it's so good yeah. Yes. So uh, I'm going to briefly run down what happens in this episode. So they go to Luna 2, which is a asteroid that's been put in the orbit of the moon that is like a resupply base. Uh, Everyone on everyone is like, oh, we need to get uh, supplies. We're all shitty. Uh, Char is like, I need some Zaku's because all my Zaku's got fucked up. And so they get a supply that's just like hanging out on a different asteroid. Just like, oh, we need to hurry up and get this stuff taken care of. Yeah. Everyone yells at uh, Amaro about, like, oh, you're just a kid. Bright is very weird about it. Uh, And so everyone gets a, uh, everyone is, like, getting resupplied. And the white base realizes that Char is getting resupplied. And, like, oh, if we hurry up, we could go and we could attack them. We could disrupt their resupply plans and we could maybe just destroy them. Meanwhile, Char is getting orders that even if it requires sacrificing his own ship, he has to get the Gundam. And if he can, get the white base, too, and bring them to Zeon. Because they're pretty baller and Zeon needs them. Uh, yes. so everyone holds a vote and it's all very tense and everyone, most everyone's like oh we should go out but Amuro's just there fixing his collar being sweaty as Bright's like we really should have Amuro on our side like clearly <laughs> and Amuro's just like I don't want to vote in for anything I'm just a child uh <laughs> Uh, And they all decide to go out. Amuro votes to go out. And then everyone gets in their Gundams and the core fighters and everything. And they fly out to attack the supply base. Meanwhile, uh, Char is like, oh, I have to stop them from attacking the supply base and rushes out. And there's another fight. And the like the zeon pilots just like throwing the zakus out of the plate the supply plane right before it blows up is great uh, there's just a bunch of stuff of like zeon like char's ship barely gets resupplied as the resupply ship gets blown up because it's an old creaky supply ship and then Amro at all attack and they clearly don't know what the fuck they're doing like nope. they barely are capable of getting anything done like the core fighters in the way so the white base can't fire on the resupply <laughs> ship so they have to roll out the gun tank which is like the treaded tank I I talked about last uh, time we recorded uh because the core p- fighter pilot doesn't know how to turn on his radio or just forgot to um it's a mess these are a bunch of children yeah and
1: like charles there the whole time watching this happen like okay they have weapons that are so much better than anything we have but nothing they do makes any sense to the point where these inept children i can't even predict their moves because it doesn't follow any kind of military logic
0: <laughs> yep yeah no it's it's a mess like char retreats because he is totally outclassed and needs to reserve his forces but like the the problem is like char is starting to get catch on that the white base team does not know what the hell they're doing
1: mm-hmm. yeah because before he's like oh this gundam pirates uh this gundam pilot is ex- inexperienced but here char's like oh oh no this whole thing is wrong everything is wrong
0: yep uh i like that we're introduced to like the the differences between bright and Amro a lot in this episode where like Amro's in the gun like we're introduced to him in this episode in the gundam cockpit like uh frau book because it's like you haven't eaten like all day and if you slept and he's just been learning the gundam mechanics and like trying to get it all set up so he can pilot it if need to be whereas like sayla uh, talks to bright and interrogates him about being born on earth and being like of an upper class and he's just this very like rich kid who's been stuck in this impossible situation where he's the de facto leader of this ship because the captain is still bedridden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I feel like Bright's whole, like, we should hold a vote on what we should do is very like representative of the fact that Bright does not know how to lead anybody to do anything. And is just doing his best.
1: A much lesser show would have Bright just be the asshole leader and have yep. Amaro just be the like plucky kid who doesn't, you can't tell me what to do. But instead they're both kind of just uh like we talked about last time the sense of trauma that all these um kids are going through is they have to go through the war as hell uh mm. it's done very smartly it's done very um it's, it's like backgrounded like it just informs all their decisions it's not like there are long scenes of all the characters being traumatized it's just that they can't actually function in the scenes that they are in properly uh so i i really like bright bright is one of my favorite characters so far uh, I like that he's just the like cyclops of the group because I'm also a cyclops fan. That is another controversial take from me.
0: Yeah, no, Bright is a very well-meaning leader. Uh, like the the thing with uh, Gundam that X Men doesn't have is that in Gundam nobody is cool.
1: <laughs> that is true. Nobody is cool. All of
0: the like ch- I
1: guess uh, arguably Char is cool, but even like he's...
0: Char is cool and Sayla is cool. I guess, and that's it. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. But even that like definition of cool is very different to like an ex- a cool X-Man.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Bright just being the Cyclops does not put him in contrast to like Wolverine being like Snicked Bub.
1: <laughs> Amaro just gets in the Gundam like Snicked Bub.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: we, would, we would cancel this podcast. <laughs> we
1: are going to get to a series probably after the like early UC era. But eventually someone is one of the kids is going to be cool and have their Snicked Bub moment.
0: Yep. You Gundam, know this will happen. of Seed is that the one with like the four teens who are ace fighter pilots?
1: No, whatever? that's Wing. I okay, think.
0: See, one it's, of those.
1: Seed's the one with the, the the princess and the sad kid who look. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we, we will get there in the the following years. <laughs>
0: Yep. Um, one of the other interesting things that's at the very end of this episode is that they uh, like uh, Amuro just tosses off that he built Haru, the little ball robot that follows a frau bow around. Yes. And I like the idea that Amuro is just like low key, an incredible inventor that nobody like really knows is great. Uh, of course he's the gun pilot. Of course his dad built this fucking giant death machine. Where the fuck's his dad? I, I don't know. He at the, I mean, little getting a little ahead of ourselves at the end of episode four, he's like, where's my father? Yeah, but like I assumed he was on the white base with the evac- So evacuation. He was. He was. He was loading stuff into everything when everything went down, but has since disappeared because their retreat from side seven was very hasty, and I assume a lot of people just got left behind. Uh, we'll just have to pick that up later, maybe. Yeah. Was, no. Maybe I, he's dead. Maybe he's alive. Who well, my sell? question
1: was there wasn't like a line saying. He's no, gone no, no. somewhere His else. His father is missing, and no okay. one really knows why right. or how. That, that that makes more sense, right? Okay, I didn't know if I had missed a line saying he hadn't got onto the white base because the way it played for me, just it was in the confusion. Suddenly, he wasn't there after a while.
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean, yeah, uh, he was there that morning because Amro was going to meet him when everything popped off. But uh, since then, yeah. Also, uh, it's been like a day since <laughs> everyone died. Yes,
1: this, uh, n- there is so little time for anyone to relax. <laughs> I was expecting after those first episodes for them to uh set up a kind of um like status quo almost, just a mm. kind of like relaxed here's our life on the white base, we've gone out and done some things. I wasn't expecting Gundam to be as uh specifically a cat and mouse show about constantly being exhausted and on the run. And the people chasing them are also exhausted. So it's just a whole. everyone's tired. everyone's way too young for this. yeah, the highest episode. ranking officer isn't ensign.
0: yeah <laughs> well, there's the captain for now.
1: he's in bed. he comes in every yeah. once in a while to go <laughs> he has
0: a lot to do next episode.
1: I'm a big fan of oh shit, what's his name it's um the 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 supply pilot um the supply ship captain oh uh,
0: i uh Gadam got him. Yes. Yes. He is he is He's the first so in what will be what will be a, lo- a parade of long-suffering Xion officers that are cool adults who just get fucking murdered.
1: But he does the thing where you know exactly, like the second anyone in who is facing the Gundam, this has been established from episode one, the second anyone goes, it's he can't take me we're gonna fight him we're gonna do it and if they're a minor character they're so fucking dead oh my god they're so dead he starts yeah, getting he, angry and you're like yeah, he's, he's like die. he's like
0: he blew up my ship and he goes to attack Amro and his zaku and Amro literally just like swings his sword once and god and zaku fucking is done
1: well no like he moves to attack and completely fucks up the attack because he attacked too early and the yeah. the uh uh, the zaku gets in and but because the gundam is so much more powerful he can do nothing and then amuro like kind of clips it with the the yeah. sword and it just blows up instantly
0: <laughs> yeah uh, the power of the gundam compared to the zaku is like so profound yeah which uh, is why it's great when charges fucks up amuro every single time <laughs> uh
1: what other cool moments do i want to make sure we get to in this episode um Big fan of Amaro using the sun to cover his attack. Like I like when the space tactics are very concrete and understandable. Is that in this episode or is
0: that the next episode? That is this episode. This episode oh, is yeah. all the Yeah, you're right. No, sorry. I I've, I think I put that in my notes and took it out because I was like, it might be a little too fiddly to talk about. But no, you're right. Amro, like everyone, is clearly like super inexperienced, and like the core fighter pilots, like I've had some trainer experience, which Amro didn't have, and so Amro had to like make his case for being the person in the Gundam uh, briefly. And but Amro immediately has like a head for tactics that no one else does, or he's like, if we fly into the sun, they're not going to be able to see us. And that entire battle being taking place where one side is like blinded all the time is so good yes uh
1: i am a big fan of the space tactics part of well anything so um i'm i'm very happy to have that be happening here Uh, because because at the end of the episode Amro like gets chewed out by like you try to flank too much you are thinking too much and not being like you should be better at fighting stop thinking too hard Amro.
0: Uh, this episode also introduces, though it doesn't really explain, I don't know if it ever really gets started explaining the, uh, Minovsky particles that exist in the universe, mm-hmm. uh, which as far as I can tell and from my memory, and I, like I said, I don't think it's explained, is just like like a dense set of particles i would guess if i was writing this that it's from like whatever weapons they used before mobile suits happened in the war uh they just make it impossible for like radar or long distance detection to work which is why everyone is flying around in mobile suits doing recon like the universe does not have the ability for long-range attacks because no one can see anything anymore yep
1: it's it's very cool
0: yeah <laughs> uh, i have some more takes but i think
1: we they can wait for the next episode All
0: right, yeah, let's just uh, take a short break and we'll be back with episode four. Episode four is Escape from Luna 2, or if you want to know my translation, it was (laughs) Luna 2 Escape Operation. Mm -hmm. Uh, so they get to Luna 2, to, uh, to Luna 2's base, and immediately all of your main characters are arrested by Wakai <laughs> the leader of the base, who's like, everyone here has seen confidential information. You're all under arrest. We all have to take, we're going to take this over. You all need to be put away. And they're like, what about the refugees? We have all these people from Earth or from Side 7. They need to be taken care of. And he's like, no, 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 we're red alert. We don't have any place for them. They need to just stay on the white base. We can't do anything for them. Uh and so, anyway, uh, they're all taking care of that. And while they're there, the, uh, Amro and Bright are like, "Char's still out there. He's going to attack. We we have to do something." And Joaquin's like, "This is Luna Two base. Uh, we have a ship. Char's in one single ship. He's not going to do anything." Meanwhile, Char is like, cut. immediately <laughs> cut to Char on his bridge, going like, "We have to go do something." <laughs> It's because i totally thought when he said the line
1: like he would char is a like well-respected soldier he knows he can't attack this he would never do that and it's basically an instant (laughs) heart cut to okay so we have to attack this thing right now okay
0: guys (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he does manage to talk about oh artesia i remember her she looked just like that lady on the thing but that can't be artesia artesia was so mild and this lady was so tough and then it he mentions that Artesia was like his sister, right? I believe that's the lie. His
1: long lost sister from 10 yep. years ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> anime. Uh, anime. So Char's like, we're going to go attack Luna 2 base, but we're going to do it in the most stylish way possible, which is fuck the mobile suits. We're going to go in on jetpacks and just fuck everything up
1: yep he's he is goes we have to do the stealth this is a sneaking mission and then puts on his radiant
0: pink jumpsuit with spiky helmet (laughs)
1: and flies directly into the enemy
0: base yeah i mean it works right like him and his (sighs) men are like they're like oh here's a bunch of laser grids good thing we're in our flight suits and just flies around and like plants bombs and shit and meanwhile everyone's in jail and amro's like Ain't, like directing people how to when they clearly break out of jail like they're going to how to like take care of the base by making plans like drawing in a bunch of jello yep. and it is the most Amro is also extremely extra all the time thank <laughs> God, world.
1: <laughs> i didn't realize that was his food until he then eats it and the plans
0: disappear <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like good everyone got it and then just takes a bite out of it it's really good <laughs> uh
1: i love this episode for the fact that um it's finally a chance for the crew to have some like actual bonding and not just be kind of at each other during this uh, war situation. Like yep. the existence of the fact that the higher ups in, um, uh, the, uh, Earth forces like distrust them, think they're all stupid kids, uh, uh, brings them all together in a really nice way. Like it's, immediately after all the tension is introduced you get to see bright and amuro working together you get to see everyone like hanging out i really like ryu ryu is great he is the uh the
0: core fighter pilot. yeah he's 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 a big boy
1: he is big boy season incarnate and there has not been like one stupid anime fat joke he's just great
0: yep yeah uh ryu's great i I actually like all of the like characters that we've been introduced at this point they're all really cool (laughs) mm-hmm I, mean, I think this is basically the main cast as I remember it. So. Yeah, no,
1: this seems like the main cast. Everyone's here.
0: Yep. So Char sets off the first of his bombs, which immediately shuts off the gravity. So everyone is left floating around as Char and his boys, like, lord around through the base. <laughs> yep. <sighs> <laughs> Um, and then that like that distraction leads to Amro and everybody getting out of their cell and they're like, We need to get back to the ship, but there's a bunch of guards, so what are we gonna do? And Frau Bo is here to save the day with the adorable orphan children that she like shepherds around all the time that all distract the guards. The little girl like stomps on that guard's foot and it's great. The little girl like distracts the guards
1: by stomping on the foot, and then Amro and Bright just punch this dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do the like video game Okay, we go on three immediately. It's <laughs> <Yes. really
1: good. laughs> they both do the, the synchronized takeout button. Hold yep. right trigger and press
0: Y. <laughs> yep. So, meanwhile, the kind leader of the Luna 2 base is like, Oh, they've attacked. We have to get in our ship and go attack these people. And he gets in the giant fuck-off Magellan ship and is like going to leave. And Char clearly already thought of this. So, there's a bunch of like mines on the exit to Luna base. And so, as the ship flies over them, they go off and just... Fuck up the Magellan immediately, like wedge it in the exit to Luna base and the ship is just totally wrecked and everything is screwed and they have to like escape in their little escape pod as the ship is there and Char is off getting in his Zaku's ready to fucking lay waste and... This is a poor plan, Wakain. Hoisted. Totally hoisted.
1: (laughs) Wakain has been hoisted by his own petard. (laughs) A traditional hoisting, if you will.
0: (laughs) So Wakain's, like, limping back to base and sees Amro and Bright and everybody, like, cutting the Gundam from the restraints they put it in and he he holds bright at gunpoint he's like we we you i can't let you take this and bright's like no we have to do this you fucked up we're the only people and then over the intercom or the, the video system comes the captain in bed being like i believe in bright and his people they've done everything so well let them go and that's good enough for Rakhine, i guess and it's like a good- he's an asshole but he's not a villain
1: yeah and there's like a good plot point about them saying that like because this is top secret it's not like most war things where you would get the children out the way and have better... Like, Literally no one else knows how to work this software. Everyone else is either dead or not here. There is not a better unit they can bring in. We just have to deal with the fact that these kids have it.
0: So Char and his like new reserve Zaku's he got from the s- supply depot are like flying towards Luna 2 to attack as they, everyone gets in the White Basins, like, oh, the Magellan's still there. What the fuck do we do? Well, we're going to blow it up. So th- they target uh, the, rea- the nuclear reactor on the Magellan's uh, engine and blow it up. And the giant, like, nuclear lance of energy that shoots out of the, like, exit of the base manages to roast half of Char's as he's flying up. Yeah. It's a bad day for everyone. It is... Oh, Gundam's not a good time. No.
1: Char has seen about six friends die in these four episodes.
0: I don't know how good of friends those people are, but, yeah, sure. Uh, oh, no, uh, um...
1: The, the the resupply guy uh the, the guy yes. he was a friend and um the the guy who died in episode two was a friend this uh yep. who what was his name not slender slender yeah yeah slender yeah he was like on good terms with those people they were good no, soldiers
0: Slider. Slider. No, no, Slender. No, I thought it was Slider, and you yes. said it was Yes, right, right. This <laughs> happened last time. Yes. Because uh, my brain keeps going Slender is the Slender Man. That can't be what a gunman <laughs> is named.
1: To the Slider Man. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, I never watched Sliders. Sorry. God damn. Right. Um, and yeah, so, just, just this, another. So, oh, you go. Uh, well, yeah, they get, they get in another battle, and now Char has a fucking energy axe, which is finally the Zakus bring a weapon finally finally yep. uh and then they have a fight but really char is pretty uh disgruntled at the fact that like the white base is escaping and all half of his men that were his resupply that he got only by like getting into trouble with his superiors also just immediately got nuked <laughs> so he doesn't really stick around that long as uh, everyone's back on the white base all of the refugees are still there and they're like well i guess we've just got to get to earth on our own now and uh meanwhile the captain poor captain dies
1: yeah he just succumbs i was waiting i was i wondered if he was going to get better but then every single scene he's in in episode four i'm like is he just gonna die in this scene it's not looking
0: good for this guy <laughs> and he does leaving bright in command as they have a funeral and shoot the captain out into space uh traditional
1: like, space funeral
0: yeah traditional space funeral as depicted in wrath of khan which would not happen for <laughs> <four> was- years
1: <laughs> well it must have been a thing before wrath of khan
0: I mean, it's like, it's like at sea, you, you dump the bodies into the ocean, right? Because you sure. can't have them on the ship. Sure. But I
1: mean, like, I think of Wrath of Khan as the canonization of that idea, and is the perfect space funeral always will be. You know, yeah. But it's clearly, because th- it's, it's identical. He gets into the pod and gets shot out of space. Like, it's the same
0: thing. And everyone's grim. And I think that's when Amuro is like, where's my father? Where could he be? As the episode ends, and everyone sadly tries to get back to Earth. He
1: goes, where's my father? And then a uh, disembodied voice goes, I'm a <laughs> I'm a <rogue." laughs> uh, One thing that I thought was weird about these two episodes, or not weird necessarily, but I uh, have been sold Gundam as a series about war being bad and space politics but there's no space politics yet maybe there is in the future but i'm like struck at how i don't know why these two sides are really at war i don't know who the good guys are i just know that everyone has no time to think about that because they're constantly shooting each other because they are fighting for sides that tell them things to do i don't know why anyone's fighting
0: not really like i know zeon wants to be independent but but also also because of i mean because the characters that we're following like they're literally just thrown into the situation where like the first time they meet like actual soldiers they're immediately thrown in jail for bothering to meddle in all of these affairs
1: yeah and like there's no
0: context given to the to anyone other than
1: we're fighting out of self-defense and also out of um, the fact that we think this is right but n- I don't know if it is right I have no concept of what the actual politics of uh, the uh, Earth Federation and Zeon actually is right now I am told that this will become more clear I don't want anyone to at me about it because I'm actually enjoying the fact that it's this very hyper focused story about this conflict the, the the context of it falls into nothingness and instead you just get the like pointless trauma of these people fighting at each other Yep. uh it's very like effective without being overwrought because it never like draws attention to this yeah no, it is done through sure. the lack of context rather than through the like addition of melodrama
0: good show that's kind of yeah that's kind of that kind of got this whole deal really yes so yeah we're out on the way uh doing all the things uh it's a good time we're in the gundam now like everything's set you, we're kind of in just a- episodes yeah char is going to show up and be a jerk and someone's going to save the day it's gundam it's you gundam. were talking about how it feels kind of like a saturday morning cartoon before we would record. It.
1: yes I, I one of the things i was saying was that i didn't i know char's a major character throughout uh the uc stuff there's like a film in three series time called char's counter-attack so he's still counter-attacking uh <laughs> and I expected Char's presence to be less, like, villain of Saturday morning cartoon. I didn't expect every episode to be, and then Char does a thing, and then the white base has to respond. Or, and then the white base does a thing, and then Char has to respond. Like, it is very much about these two things, Char being, like, the fucking Megatron type. Uh, Like, not in personality or anything, but in every week is a clash between him and the white base. I expected more uh like longer plots and standalone situations that would some uh that would occasionally boil into conflict with like direct conflict with Xeon. but uh yeah i don't know it it, it definitely feels older though it feels as old as it is um yeah uh, which is cool very cool so yeah. i'm i'm having a good time
0: it is not It is not the mode in which you would tell a quote-unquote serious story anymore.
1: No, because it's still very earnest about telling its serious story, but the idea of doing that by just having the two main forces kind of skirmish constantly with very little consequence, I mean, very concrete consequences, because every single decision and action is basically a result of, okay, what uh, resources do we have and what do we need? Yeah. Um, But they still just like Charles never going to die in one of these fights. Amro is never going to die in one of these fights. Like I don't know. Like maybe there will be death tolls as we go. Nobody at me about this, Uh, (laughs) but um, maybe there will be like huge things happening. But at the moment, these these like skirmishes feel very light. In the way that they would in a Saturday morning cartoon, even though the thematic content is very uh, serious about itself, it's an interesting yeah. combination which you would never do now. But it works in the context of the time.
0: Yeah, no, like the now it's like they're going to clash every week, but also Frau Bo's parents got nuked like two days ago. Yes, <laughs>
1: yes. God, rip them.
0: <laughs> yeah, rip them. Uh, maybe they escape the true trauma. Really,
1: maybe the ultimate escape from war
0: is to get owned by war. (laughs) Being owned by war is good, actually. (laughs) Uh, I'm laughing, actually. (laughs) I think that's it. I think that is a Gundam episode. Yeah, I think that'll about do it. We'll be back next time with episodes five and six as we continue the Great Gundam Project. We will never end. We will never stop. Gundam. Gundam. (laughs) Gundam. oh, they are
2: It's good. It's good. It's good. 暖かい Kirameku hoshi Amuro, Omae ga 隠し者見せぬもの見せぬものただ明日へと明日へと